Welcome to Sonic Laconic, the show where we supersonic race our way through each episode of the 1993 Sonic the Hedgehog animated series, colloquially known as Sonic Sat AM. I'm Ida. And I'm Alberto. And Ida, which episode are we watching today? Do you even know? I don't think I wrote down which episode we're watching. You sure didn't. Um, I think it's has. I think it's called Warp Sonic. It's called Warp Sonic, and it came out November twentieth, nineteen ninety three. I'm gonna guess that it's about Sonic and friends attending the nineteen ninety three Warped tour. <laughs> They're there to see. <laughs> I don't even know who that could be on that. So, we are going to, one, watch the episode Warp Sonic at six times speed and try to unscramble the messaging and tell you what it's about. I always say figure out what the heck happened. Then, we actually figure out what the heck happened by watching it as Dr. Eggman intended. Are you implying that Dr. Eggman is God? Yep. I worship him. All right, we're going to watch the episode, and then we'll be back in four seconds. In ten minutes. All right. Here we are, listeners, back and ready to tackle the day. We've watched Sonic, and now what else can you do to prepare for a good day besides eat your chocolate sugar bombs? Chocolate frosted sugar bombs. Chocolate frosted sugar bombs. You know what else you could do to get ready for the day? What? Eat a chili dog. I assumed that's what you were going to say. <laughs> okay. But then you mixed it up. Here's what happened. Yeah, I got confused, I thought. Actually, Calvin and Hobbes appeared on this episode. What? That was a lie. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so it started off with the basic generic opening that pretty much every episode starts off with. Sonic and Sally and Antoine had to sneak into Robotnik's whatever, and they were wearing these, like, VR goggles. I thought they were, like, x-ray black light, night vision? That's what they're called. Mm, yeah. So they're, like, can, I think they can see the laser traps. That's why they were wearing those goggles. And then they, I don't know, are running around and they're about to get um, captured by swap bots. And this deer guy pops up. Was it a deer or a goat? I thought it was a deer. I thought it was a goat. Well, some type of hooved animal. Yeah, with horns. Man, yeah. Popped up and was like, I, I got y'all. Come in my car with me. And they all hop in the car and they go to this underground city. City. And there's some other inhabitants like this general who is dressed up similarly to Antoine. But there was also, like, a food stand, and Sonic ordered, like, 50 chili dogs. Yeah, I wrote, he was really trying to pig out this episode, and a pig was working at the food stand. <laughs> <laughs> what a jokester. Oh, yeah, what a jokester. But so Sonic is trying to eat these chili dogs that he just ordered, and then stuff keeps happening. Classic. First... Antoine is like, come on, you got to see this. Mm -hmm. And what is it that they see? Don't remember. Really? No. Um, they're spying on Sally and the deers. The deer is giving Sally flowers. Oh, yeah. And they're like, 
oh no, this cannot be. We're both in love with Princess Sally. Yeah, so they both have to go over there and also give her flowers. So Sonic gives her flowers. Antoine gets down on one knee. He had a big bouquet. (laughs) But Sally's still like, no, I have a new love interest. Yeah, she was blushing real hard. Mm -hmm. Like more than she was blushing in the last episode when she thought Sonic was talking about her when he was talking about his love for chili dogs. Well, because she learned her lesson. She's not going to go all in for Sonic when he's in love with chili dogs. He's just stringing her along. Yeah. So it makes sense. So then they go off and do something. Sonic has to go drown his sorrows, probably. <laughs> With chili a chili dogs. dog. Drown his sorrows in chili. <laughs> but I don't think he gets to eat the chili dogs at all because eventually these ginormous robot rats show up and start wreaking havoc. Mm-hmm. And they have to play jump rope with the rat tails. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. But then luckily they were able to conquer them where all their tails get tangled up and they like electrocute each other. So then they leave this underground city um, to go back to the hidden village because mm-hmm. this guy's going to drop them off, I guess. They seem awfully trusting of this person they just met. Like, yeah, come with us to our secret hidden village that we don't want anyone to find out about. Well, I was thinking because the general guy, is that where Antoine's family is from that community? And I assume they didn't live there, but then they had to move underground once Dr. Robotnik came to power. But so maybe it's like, Antoine knows that general, so he was like, okay, we can trust these people. I know this guy. But can you trust Antoine? You could, you can want to trust Antoine. (laughs) Okay, so they went back to the hidden village. And then the car breaks down. Oh, I don't remember that. Because that's why Sally had to show him where to get a power ring. Oh. To try to get the car to work. Or like the hovercraft or the spaceship, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And then you think everything's all good and well. And then it's nighttime, and we see a shadowy figure approaching the powering spring. Sneaking up. And this person dives in and swims down to the bottom and then grabs this crystal that's down there. And meanwhile, Antoine is supposed to be keeping watch, but he's asleep. Why is he keeping watch? I think they always have someone keep watch of the powering spring. I think we've Mm. seen that in previous episodes. But Mm, Antoine always ends up falling asleep. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the shadowy figure who stole the crystal is the goat or deer or whoever. Mm -hmm. And he gets out of there. He goes over to his car and he drives away Mm -hmm. or flies away. And then Antoine wakes up and somehow knows that that crystal is gone. So he goes and tells Sally and Sonic. Sonic swam down and then he was like, oh, they stole it. And then they all went back to the underground village they went from their hidden village to the other hidden village yes yes thank you for the clarification alberto we don't want anybody getting confused but then they arrived and there's fighting going on yeah there's more robots there's more rat bots good one i'm 90 percent sure that's what they're gonna call them in the episode uh so the goat deer did something with the crystal like, he wanted to power the city with it or something. Yeah, because the electricity was going out earlier. Oh, yeah. That was very annoying at six times speed with the lights flickering. Very stroby. Yeah. Uh, but Sonic arrives. I think he fights off the rat bots. And then he scolds the animal about yeah. stealing their stuff. But the then... deer goat is like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for saving us. Like, something like that. And Sonic's like, no, I'm not going to let you get away with this. I know what you did. But then they, I think they agree to let him keep the crystal there. They split it in half, I think. Oh. 
And then that's the end. And I think they shake hands and then it ends, yeah. Now, what do you think the moral of this episode was? Sharing is caring. Sharing resources? Mm-hmm. Do you think we're going to learn more about how power rings work? Um, I don't think so. I mean, outside of that, somehow this crystal is involved with creating them or powering them or something? I'll say no. Okay, I don't think so either. Do you think we're going to learn more about Antoine's background? Uh, I'll say no. I think maybe if we do, it's like one sentence. One sentence. I noticed that Robotnik didn't show up in this episode or Snively Mm -hmm. or any of the other freedom fighters outside of Sonic, Sally, and Antoine. Mm -hmm. No bunny, no rotor, no tails. And then no Robotnik, no Snively. Just swap bots. And then a surprise villain. That was a big shock. I was shocked. That a new character that all of the main characters trust turns out to be a traitor. I was just blindsided. Maybe he just had to do what he had to do for his people. No, he's guilty. Straight to jail. Do you think we'll get any new accents? What do you think the... The new character sounds like. Do you think everybody who lives there is French? I don't think so. I think he's going to have a teen voice similar to Rotor's voice. I think his voice is going to be like, Hello, Sally. What about this? It's going to sound like this. Hello, everybody. I'm a deer or a goat. And I'm in love with Princess Sally. <laughs> Maybe. Like his nose is plugged. It's kind of I had my, add my like. throat kind of closed. What other impressions can we do? Do Mickey Mouse again. <laughs> yeah, I can do this. You can do Mickey Mouse. <laughs> hey, listeners, did you know that my new career ambition is to become Scrooge McDuck? <laughs> you know, Scrooge McDuck is Scottish. <laughs> oh, do a Scottish impression. Can you do a Scottish accent? Um, I used to say I could do an Irish accent, and then I tried it one time, and it was really bad. But one time when I was a barister... Barista. Barista. When I was a barista at a a show and it was like Irish men's choir, Voices of Ireland or something like that was the show. So there were a bunch of these Irish guys walking around and they all, so the setup would be you would have a a air pot. So there'd be one of coffee and one of hot water for people who wanted tea. So that was set up and like 10 times that day, Irish man came up to me and was like, oh, do you have any hot water? Um, and I'd be like, yeah, there's some right here. And then they'd be like, mm, no, I want it from a kettle. <laughs> and I had an electric tea kettle over there. So they would be like, let me practice. Be like, got any water in that kettle? No, that was bad. That's not Irish. <laughs> okay, do an Irish accent so I can hear it. Why don't you do one so I can hear it? <laughs> I don't know how to do it better. Got any water in that kettle? Yeah, that's a little better. It's a little more like, um... Water in that kettle. Yeah. That wasn't... Water. Water? No, you're you're doing a British thing. (laughs) Water. 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 Can you do, like, a groundskeeper Willie voice? Imagine him. He's Irish. He's Scottish, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he's Scottish. Well, it's close enough. It's closer (laughs) than what we're doing now. He's like, um... Oh, something he would yeah. say. <laughs> well, he's like, I'm gonna go kill Bart Simpson. <laughs> oh, groundskeeper Willie? Yeah, isn't he always like trying to kill no, that's him? That's Sideshow Bob. 
I think it's both of them. Groundskeeper Willie does not try to kill Bart except in the one Treehouse of Horror segment. Oh, maybe that's what I'm remembering. It's like Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, you remember that show I saw one time that was about the Simpsons? No. What did you just say? I said Irish. Oh. Oh, yeah, that, 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 R, like a D and R. Mm. Irish. 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 Yeah, we're good at this. Irish. (laughs) Irish. All right. Um, let's go watch the episode again. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll be back, listener, in a little bit. Let's do, do it, it to do it. it. And we're back. So they're doing their plan, which is to get Dr. Robotnik by sneaking in somewhere. What they were going to do is cut off the traffic somehow. Traffic going in and out of Robotropolis. Somehow. Somehow. We find out their plan is always to just physically break the computer. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's what they did. What? Where would they be without Nicole? Nowhere. Dead. Nicole does all the heavy lifting. They'd not be able to accomplish anything. Yeah, because Nicole, like, expanded the laser traps. Also, yeah, she she did a holographic projection of the laser traps, but she wasn't projecting, like, there was nothing projecting from Nicole. I think Nicole was back in Sally's backpack and was just able to, I don't even know how Nicole works. It was... I don't, I don't even know. And I didn't understand how that worked either because Sally said to expand the grid five times the size. So then wouldn't that be an inaccurate yeah. projection of what the traps were? I think it was just supposed to be something cool that Sonic could do some flips. Some yeah. some cool reason that Sonic could do some flips. And he did. And he did flips. And then he put a little CD-ROM in the computer and it blew it up. And then... They were going to escape through the underground tunnels, which in episode one, we established that on Nicole, they have entire maps of the whole underground system under Robotropolis. Mm -hmm. I did not think of that. Then in this episode, they were like, okay, which way do we go? I don't know. Let's go right, 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 right. Left, 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 right, middle, middle. And they had no idea where to go. And also, um, Sonic is being very rude this whole time. He's like, Sally, where should we go? She's like, oh, right. And then the SWAT bots start coming out of there, and he's like, oh, that's obviously not what you meant, You right? mean left, right? And she's like, right, right, left. And they go left more, a dead end. Then they go in the middle, and there's more SWAT bots. But Sonic is not bringing any new ideas to the table. I mean, so there's only he... the three ideas. He's just giving Sally a hard time and offering no alternate solutions. But really, if they had, like, Nicole, just ask Nicole to fix it, and Nicole will give yeah. you the map and tell you where to go and you're safe but so they're surrounded on all sides and then what they go through like a little vent or something and then there's this goat guy there and he sounds like a hunk (laughs) yeah not really a teen but Mm -mm. mm, 
maybe a an adult actor playing a teen, a hunky teen. Yeah, he sounds like he's supposed to be like a dreamy main character surfer cool kid, cool senior. And he's definitely not a deer. I think he's a goat. So this guy pops out and he's like, "Follow me." And they're like, like, we don't have anything else we could do, so might as well go with him. And he just has his hovercraft thing in, like, another vent. Mm -hmm. And they get in there, and then they go through this uh, tube. And I think during that, then, he's like, oh, we have this underground lower metropolis. We live in lower Mobius, uh, which I'm going to call Lobius. He said there's 30 people living there. We had to go there to survive. And then Sonic's like, oh, we heard of you. And then they show up. How? How did they hear of them? If it's supposed to be secret. Well, are the Freedom Fighters supposed to be secret? Yeah, they live in the Hidden Village. Well, he knew about them too. Yeah, how did they know about each other? Maybe it's all, you know, the the resistance has its channels. I don't think the Lobius people are really resisting. They're just hiding. I think they are resisting, because why was Griff up there? Because when they got there, that guy was like, did you have a good mission? I think Griff was up there to bring them to Lower Mobius. I think Griff was up there because it said so in the script. But anyway, (laughs) when they get there, they meet a boar who's dressed up like a general, and I think his name was Dirt. Yeah, I heard that. Also could have been Dirk. I like Dirt better, though. Yeah. But he wasn't really very important. Um, we found out that uh, there is an energy chamber that powers all of Lobius. And guess what the energy chamber has a vital part of this operation? Chili dogs. <laughs> like, why would that be located in the energy chamber? Well, I think he was referencing something else. I don't know. I don't know. That thing in the ceiling? I think so. So you were right about Sonic pigging out on chili dogs. He specifically said he's gonna go pig out on some chili dogs and then who is there to serve him chili dogs but a pig and can you do the voice the pig is like <laughs> oh you're oh <laughs> you're you're really gonna no 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 not at all okay do, can you do it you're really gonna pig out on all those chili dogs <laughs> Yeah, that was good. Mm, it was okay. You're really <laughs> doing like an old man voice. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know. You're gonna pick out on all those chili dogs. You're really gonna pick out on. Tickled my throat. Yeah. But he's not gonna pick out on all these chili dogs. No, because everything keeps stopping him. Um, the rat bots show up. They are called rat bots. Mm-hmm. As I said, I was 90% certain they would be called rat bots. I was right. You were right, Alberto. This whole time I was thinking, so Griff comes up and he's running up. And he's like, Sonic, I need your help. The rat bots have broken in or whatever. What would they have done if Sonic wasn't there? Like, has this never happened before? This is the first time they have no defenses because <laughs> nobody else goes. It's Griff. Sonic, Sally, and Antoine. But what their defenses are later are sticks that they find on the ground and some chair, like rocking chairs. Well, I guess they're thinking that because there's uh, remote control doors that open and close in the pipes is that those are strong enough. Okay, but yeah, they go, they drive the hovercraft to the two ratbots that are breaking in. Then the car breaks down. Then Sonic saves them. 
Then they drive back. So, like, I thought you were supposed to stop them. There were some more rats, like the the mutant rat, the mutant robot rat that they mentioned that's so much bigger showed up. And they're like, okay, we better get back to Lobius. Yeah, you're right. You're okay, right. I thought you were supposed to stop them from breaking in. So Sonic uses the power ring to help them escape. And Griff is like, what is mm, What that? is this device? <laughs> He's power hungry mm. for a power ring. That should be his breakfast cereal, power rings. I'd buy that. Just Cheerios, but like yellow. I'd buy that, bright mm. yellow. Yeah. Turn your milk yellow, golden, and then golden milk. And then your bowl is like the power ring spring. Mmm. And we learned about the power ring spring is that it creates a new... What we learned is that it's called the power ring pond. Which is much worse of a name. You know, Antoine said that, so maybe he just had got it wrong. Or was it Powering Pool? Uh, I think it was Powering Pool. Either way, Powering Pool and Powering Pond are way worse than Powering Spring. I agree. So, so they come up every 12 hours. Right, which is different from what we learned earlier in that they come up every 24 hours. But um, Griff is courting Sally. And Antoine's like, Sonic, come look at this. But when they arrive, they are just standing there. Griff and Sally are just standing there looking at each other. And Staring dreamily into but each other's eyes. But then Griff picks up a flower that's just right in front of him and is like, here you go, Sally. And she's like, oh, thank you so much, Griff. Because he's got brains. I'm like somebody. But so then Sonic shows up with more flowers. Three. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Sally, I wrote you a poem. I wrote you a poem. And the poem, I didn't write it down. I don't think you wrote it down either. But it goes basically like this. I am great. I am great. I am fast. I am cool. Isn't that cool? <laughs> and Sally's like, ugh. Ew. <laughs> Go away, Sonic. That's exactly it. It's like, I'm so amazing. How could you not like me? I'm dreamy. And then Antoine shows up. And he has a whole bouquet of flowers, and he also wrote a poem, or a poem, as he says. Poem. But his poem is a little better. His poem is much better. I wrote down the first line, or approximately. He said, I am a royal guard, brave and true, who would gladly lay down my life for you. Yeah. Nice one, Antoine. He's bringing something to the table, at least. He's saying, I will die for you. <laughs> And he got down on one knee. Yeah. So. And then Sonic is like, ugh, I hate you, Griff. <laughs> How, somebody's out here stealing my girl. And then Sally's like. When was I your girl? Right. And he's like, since always. And she's like, since never. never. Then there was a scene where he was talking with Dirt the boar mm -hmm. about how the energy crystal is running out. And he's like, oh, I have a plan for how we can fix this. <laughs> yeah, Griff is like, oh, uh, they have this really concentrated energy source. Dirt is like, they'd probably be able to help us. Griff's like, I don't know if we can trust them yet. But also, they can't trust me. <laughs> I got a plan. So then they drive back to the Hidden Village with Sonic begrudgingly along for the ride. Mm, yeah, he's like, yeah. I'll walk home. <laughs> Griff drops them off. Sally says... 
you can stay the night. And he's like, uh, I don't, I don't know about that. And then he unplugs this thing from the car and he's like, oh, oh, my car's having trouble. Oh, really? I didn't, I was, must've been writing down something down. I didn't see that at yeah. all. And then Sally's like, okay, well, you can stay for the night again. And he's like, well, okay, this time. So then she is showing him the powering spring and just telling him everything he needs to know. Uh, no, it's... she tells him nothing. He says, I don't really understand how it works. And then one is bubbling up and Sally's like, oh, we're lucky. One is coming up right oh, now. Yeah. And that's all we <laughs> that's learn. That's all. But at some point, Sally said that Antoine was being a toad. Oh, yeah. I don't remember why, but I thought that was funny. Because Antoine didn't know what a toad was. I think Antoine was like, no, Sally, you can't show him the power rings. We yeah. just met this guy. And Antoine, you have a good point. This shady character. Mm-hmm. Even if he wasn't shady, you shouldn't be showing it to strangers. Yeah. Test him a little bit first. But she's in love. She has yeah. a little crush. So later that night, Griff dives down into the pool, steals the crystal, and leaves. All while Antoine is snoozing, snoozing away, away. <laughs> talking about them in his dream. Luckily, when they discover that the thing has been stolen, they run over to the big imprint of the hovercraft in the ground that's gone, and there's just a big piece of crystal sitting there. He just dropped. He just left a whole bunch of evidence. So Sonic speeds to Lobius. And then there is that fight happening, right? Yeah. Where the ratbots had gotten in the the All the city villagers people. are fighting them with rocking chairs and sticks. Mm-hmm. And again, like what would they have done if um Sonic, Sonic wasn't there? Because he saves the day. And he, so he's fighting them, fighting the ratbots, and then there's this point where he's just sitting on this little stool eating half a chili dog. Yeah, he and he's like, Oh, you guys point. ready to give up? Oh, I, they come start coming towards him. He's like, I guess not. And but then it's like he's shocked and he jumps out of the way. Like, was that his? Was it? Did he have a plan to distract him with the chili dog, or I think was he? He really... was distracted by the chili dog. Oh, he really just wanted to take a break to eat something. That's probably the the real motive that he had for going back was <clears throat> to get some of those chili dogs because he had like fifteen of them. He got twelve, a dozen. He, yeah, he got twelve, and he didn't get to eat any of them before mm-hmm. they left. But so he defeats them. And then Griff is like, thanks, Sonic. Shake my hand. And Sonic's like, no way, jerk. You stole our stuff. Give it back. So he goes and gives it back. And here's the true moral of the story. What's the fra- What's the saying? Ask for forgiveness, not permission. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing to be teaching your kids. That's a, that's a good... That is a good lesson. You're right. Sonic says... Give it back, but, you know, you need to power your place, so here's half of it. He's like, we're all in this fight against Robotnik together, so I guess we'll share. And then it very abruptly ends. Oh, and at the end, it was like, thanks, Sonic, you were the best. And Sonic went, I know. (laughs) But I think that is a good lesson at the end. That's not a good lesson. Yeah, it is. That's how you get a lot of things done, Alberto. Yeah, but it's not necessarily the right thing to do. In some situations it is. In some situations, but not if you're... It's. I don't think it's what you should be teaching children on your cartoon show. I think it would have been better... A better way to teach it would be if they were, like, Robin Hood, taking from the bad guys yeah. for the greater well, good. Then you're not going to ask for forgiveness from the bad guys. 
Yeah. But that is a good lesson to know because um, sometimes you gotta bring that back the power to the people and then you gotta... Yeah, but you can't just steal the power for your people from some other people. Unless they're bad people. But they're not bad people that they stole it from. Well, I'm saying there's there could have been a better way they presented this message. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Okay. Yeah, but you so, shouldn't okay, steal okay. from the poor to help the poor. This is true. Because that just makes everybody That makes everyone poor. Well, except you. But still, it's a good thing. Okay, actually, so actually, that's not the lesson. What's the lesson? That's not the lesson because it's not an applicable situation for it to be used it's applicable ask for forgiveness not permission is applicable when you're the underdog and in this situation they were at the same level what if you're the underhog (laughs) oh listeners i have an apology i have to apologize for last episode ida said that dr robotnik was egotistical and I didn't take that opportunity to say, don't you mean egg-otistical? So I'm very sorry for that. But actually, you're going to have to bleep that because that is trademarked. What is? Ego. Egotistical. Yeah, that's trademarked. Like ego waffles. Okay. So you're going to have to bleep that out or pay them. I'll just bleep out your entire everything you say. <clears throat> All right. Egotistical. You are so egotistical. What other thoughts do you have? It's a good thing that the rat bots had bots in their name so Sonic could call them rat butts. That's just a classic joke. You can't go wrong with that. If the target audience is like 7 to 10 year old boys, but of course that's going to be a killer. Do you know how many times Antoine said Sacre Bleu? Like at least five. He said it three times. Sacre bleu. Can we do an Irish or Scottish accent now? Do you say sacre bleu in an Irish accent. My brain can't even cover that. <laughs> yeah. Sacre bleu. Okay, we were talking about Scottish accents, and you were talking about Scrooge McDuck, and of course, Scrooge McDuck is Scottish. Have you never seen DuckTales? I don't know if I have, but apparently there's a new DuckTales that's really good. It's not that new, it's like... Five years old at this point. Oh. But it is newer. Should I watch it? I haven't seen the new one. But, of course, the old DuckTales isn't that great. Is it racist? Well, most of the time, Uncle Scrooge is like, yeah, let's just steal this artifact from these native people in this place that we're going to fly to. You know, we're treasure hunters. They're like, okay. That's good. (laughs) I mean, sometimes they just are, like, time-traveling or something, so, you know. Do you know the DuckTales theme song? DuckTales! No, I do not. That's unfortunate. Is it? Going on adventures with our uncle. Time-traveling and we are ducks. (laughs) DuckTales, we're time-traveling. They don't time-travel that much. Like maybe two episodes. We're stealing historical artifacts. (laughs) Ducktales. We're going on adventures with our uncle. I mean, basically. We're Huey, Dewey, and Louie, 
and Uncle Scrooge. And Launchpad McQuack. And can't forget Launchpad McQuack. It goes DuckTales, woo! And then it's like something, something, aeroplane, something, DuckTales. <laughs> it's a duck blur. I've heard that. We'll rewrite history. No, we'll solve a mystery or rewrite history. DuckTales, woo! <laughs> woo! <laughs> anyway, Sonic. Um, I saw a kid with a Sonic head. Hmm? I saw a kid with a Sonic hat yesterday. That is incredibly amazing. Yeah, he looked like he was having a great time. Which episode are we watching next week, Ida? Next week, we're watching episode 11, Subsonic. Wasn't that this episode? This was Warp Sonic. Wait, what was even warping in this episode? I think Subsonic is probably a better title for this episode, considering that they were in Lower Mobius. But it definitely said Warp Sonic in the title screen at the beginning, right? I think so. I think we would have noticed. Well, I guess we'll have to see. And speaking of seeing, we'll see you later, listeners. Yep, we'll sub see you later. Was that good? No. All I see is a hedgehog hottie. All I see is a hedgehog butt.